Hi everyone, it's Jack here from Esports Live. Sorry to crash the podcast. A quick thank you to you all for all your support so far. We hope you like what you're hearing, even if our advice is absolute nonsense. Make sure you subscribe to our video cast on YouTube and Twitch channels, as well as follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Or if you prefer the podcast, subscribe on Spotify and Apple. Search Esports Live now on any of the platforms to get involved. We've got some exciting things happening in the background. Get ready for the Euros and the Fantasy Premier League season 21-22. Get involved now, don't miss out and enjoy the podcast. Fantasy managers, welcome back to another FPL Addicts and Esports Live Fantasy Weekly videocast and podcast. How good is it to be able to say those words again? We're previewing game week 31 this week as we've got some more FPL to talk about. And what a week we have just had. Alongside me to digest it all, as always, is my right-hand man in the commentary box. It's Elliot Craig. Elliot, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I think those words, welcome back to another podcast, words that I'll never get tired of you saying, mate. So I'm uh, excited to be back with you as well. We know last week it was a bit of a, a weird one with the international break, but, you know, Premier League's back, club football's back and it's uh, it's brilliant, mate. Yeah, of course, it's just the two of us because we've got the, more, the two senior lads are off doing other stuff. The two probably better FPL managers are probably absent at the moment, it's fair to say. So, um, yeah, Matt will be joining us later on with his guru section and uh, Jack's buzzing with that comment he's producing. He's got some other stuff that's going on. So uh, we'll just run the show for a little while. And then uh, from there, we've got other stuff to discuss later on. We have got a Peely's Puzzler for the moment. The first two clues of those are as follows. I'm a current FPL differential with less than 2% ownership and I'm a Brazilian international. So there's some food for thought. Uh, the next two clues will be coming later on in the podcast. Let's see if you can get that one sorted. Elliot, over to you then, mate. We've got your three shocks of the week. Far away, mate. Yeah, thank you, mate. It was um, pretty straightforward this week for me, you know, in the, one of the, uh, the games that definitely I had my most attention towards. First one's Harry Kane, 13 points, two goals, three bonus points and just dominant display from him, you know. We didn't play too well for a lot of the game. We played well for a lot of the game, though, and uh, we definitely had a lapse of lapse of concentration for his two goals switched off. And uh, he's the last person in world football that I think you'd want to be given that sort of treatment to. And um, I know you watched it as well, and it was a good performance for him, wasn't it, mate? It was. I think I'll disagree with you a bit there. Obviously, you're a Newcastle fan, so you have you know more of a vested interest into your club. But I thought you deserved three points against Tottenham. And I, I agree. Very unlucky yeah. not to take them, but. Just that five-minute spell, what, four or five-minute spell just killed the game off, didn't it? Yeah, as you say, you don't want to be given chances like that to Harry Kane because he will put them away. Um, just in response to your uh, guess in the in the chat, Elliot, um, you're wrong. I should I should have done it. I should have yeah. done that. I should have I should have done Joel Linton. It's not Joel Linton, but um, he's not in your shocks. But I mean, the thing is, I, I'm guessing he's not in your shocks. But I think we've got to rename it shocks if you're including Harry Kane in there because it's not a shock, is it? He just scores every it- single week. It's not it's not too much of a shock, mate, to be honest. I mean, you're not wrong with that, but he was definitely one of the top performers of the week, so maybe we'll have to uh, rebrand or rename it. But we'll move on to my second one now, and this one was probably not too much of a shock either, but it's Jack Harrison with 13 points, one goal, one assist, and three bonus against Sheffield United. You know, you back most teams to have players that would do that against Sheffield United. And then Other finally... Other than Newcastle players, mate. Well, if it was our if it was our left winger, then it would be uh, one red card, forty four minutes played, sent off Ryan Fraser. But it's not, so it's all right. And then uh, 
Third and finally, we have Trent Alexander-Arnold, or Trevor, as we call him on the podcast, with a clean sheet assist and three bonus and 12 points in total, which uh, is definitely better than his performance in the Champions League this morning, mate. Yeah, it's an interesting one. There's been a lot of talk about Trent, obviously, in Liverpool circles and also in England circles as to whether he'll make the England squad. But I suppose that's a topic for another day, though. But three very good players who've done very well this week then. So uh, so thanks for that, Elliot, as always. Got the mini-league review to move on to then, uh, just to move forward. Um, we'll go to that mini-league and then we'll discuss our teams in a little bit of detail. I've actually taken Red Arrows, surprisingly, which I'm really annoyed about. Um, I'm sitting just outside the top 10, 13th. Elliot, you're inside that top 10. So maybe that comment of um, being the best two FPL managers missing today on the podcast might not be statistically reflected, but um, but hey, we'll have to see. Um, but in eighth, we have got Elliot on top of on top of him. There we've got Tom Stone's number one. He's been number one all season and he's running away with the league at the moment. Panagiotis has uh, rocketed his way up to second. So he's on good form. Two points clear of Eno, who's in third. Desa, uh, Desa Saputra is in fourth. He's got a decent team going, so he'll be uh, looking for a top five finish in the league. Rounding out the top five is Keith Thomas. And then we've got the COVID-11 in sixth. The Not Lob Wanderers in seventh. We've got Elliot, as we mentioned, in eighth. We've got legendary speedsters, who I haven't really seen a lot of this season. That, He's in ninth. No, I haven't. Unless that's a name change. He's just rocketed up the league there. Decent score, by the way, in the week just gone. And then we've also got Richard in 10th. If we look to the rest of us, 13th, that's where I'm placed. And we've got Matt in 15th. So statistically, the best two FPL managers are actually on the podcast. And the worst two are off. So I went maybe a bit too early on that statement as we try and look for uh, for Jack here. He'll be here somewhere. There he is, 39th. So not doing too bad. Just outside the top half a million. So not too bad. At all in that mini league review. So to go over to our teams, then we will start with Jack, who is the only one who's not going to be joining us. Matt will be joining us slightly later on. But um, Elliot, over to you. Let's analyze. Yeah, could you scroll up just show me how many points you got, mate? I don't check the uh, the, the lower depth of the league. 63, oh! 63 is bad score this week. 63 is all right. Uh, the average was like 46, I think, or something like that. So yeah, that's not too bad. 46, yeah. And we can clearly see there that his defence didn't do him too many, too many favours there. Martinez did; he must have got a bonus or something from that because they conceded, didn't they? Mitrovic scored so save, save points. points, save points, which you know he's got all season, hasn't he? Martinez, he's been absolutely brilliant, so that's fair enough. Um, yeah, it was just that sloppy Aston Villa goal. If he had the, the two clean sheets from Villa there, he'd be on for a really, really decent score. That's that's a bit disappointing. I guess Tyrone Mings isn't really in Jack's good books at the minute with that back pass, but um, oh, it was dreadful. Yeah, horrific, mate. When you when you're given Mitrovic goals, that's that's when you know it's dreadful. Uh, moving on to his midfield, Lingard. We both had Lingard, Jack. He's absolutely on fire, mate. He can do no wrong at the minute. Even doing Berbatov. I saw a tweet where it was Lingard has just done Berbatov and Ben Arthur's two most iconic moments within the space of 13 minutes, and I thought that was the most accurate tweet I've seen in a while. He was absolutely brilliant against Wolves. Bruno Fernandez with the assist. Mount with a goal. Chelsea were poor, poor all round. Obviously, he's got Harry Kane as his captain. And then that sort of rounds off his team, doesn't it, mate? Can we see his bench? Did he leave anyone on his bench that didn't play? Or did he have any auto subs? Uh, he had Bruce, who got a point, And then Sanchez, who got two. So, not really too much left on the bench there, if we're being honest. It's also worth remembering that he's taken a hit as Jack's that score moves down to 59. Um, obviously, with that points hit taken into account but Jesse Lingard he's a player who's going to be finally coming into my team this week I've gone too long without him I've had the three West Ham players 
So I've got to go with Jesse Lingard this week. I need to get him in because he's been absolutely electric since moving on loan from Manchester United. But yeah, that midfield's doing a, doing a lot of the heavy work there, especially Mason Mount on a poor day for Chelsea. Got himself on the score sheet. So uh, do you reckon that's Jack's one wood at the moment, his midfield? Or do you reckon he'll be able to get some points elsewhere for the rest of the season? I think if you know if he's got Harry Kane up top for most of the season, he'll always get goals and players like Fernandez will always get goal contributions. De Bruyne was very unlucky not to have an assist against Leicester as well. He got, you know, we talk about the pre-assist a lot. He got the pre-assist for one of their goals, so he was unlucky with that and he was brilliant. And then Son didn't really get a proper run out, which was um disappointing for Son. I was very, very grateful for that. And um yeah, Lingard will just get your points all season and he's cheap. You know, West Ham are on fire. They've got Newcastle in two weeks, so that's guaranteed 20-pointer for him secured. And, you know, players like Mount will pop up with goals. So, yeah, that's a really, really strong midfield looking in towards the end of the season, mate. That's going to get him a lot, a lot of points. I definitely agree there. We'll, uh, we'll miss out Harry Kane for the moment because I'm sure there's a lot of people that have Harry Kane in the teams at the moment, including the resident Tottenham fan, Matt Day, who won't have been too happy with the result. He'll be joining us a little bit later on, so we can maybe dissect this a bit more later. But as you can see again, the armband on Harry Kane. Trusty choice. You were just insane not to go with Harry Kane this week, weren't you, mate? I think I think I've, I was personally disappointed I didn't use my triple captain on him. But um, yeah, you would have been mentally insane to not have captain Harry Kane this week. Just also saying he's, he's, he's copied me a bit, has uh, the guru. It's not paid off for him, or not as much as it did for me anyway. He's played his bench boost and got four points from it. So he's had an absolute nightmare there as the guru. That is uh, shocking. Not quite as fruitful as my bench boost, which we'll get onto a little bit later. But he's had an absolute shocker. Two auto subs there as well. Um, so, um, you know, not a great day at the office in the chip regard. But if you're having a look at the rest of his team, Rafinha again, solid. He's been good this season for Leeds. So... I suppose you're not really too surprised that he's done something there. Bruno chipping in. Um, but he's fallen outside the top 10 as Matt at the moment, which is you know quite surprising for uh, someone of his uh, pedigree and of his um, FPL stature, so we say. Um, do you reckon he'll be able to get himself back in there or do you reckon his uh, season may well be over outside the top 10? No, no. he's. Um, well, I don't know what chips he's got now because he's played his wild card, played his free hit, his bench boost now. So I think he's got a triple captain left and I'm not even sure if he's got that, mate. So... I think he's he's played a fair bit. We'll check now. Oh, he's played he's his played, triple captain. Played every single one. Wow. I, I backed the guru to get top 10 this season, though. I think I, I definitely would back him to be breaking back into that top 10, mate. Yeah, he's 11 points off the pace at the moment behind Richard Elphick, who is currently in 10. Someone who is closer to that top 10 than Matt is, is myself. 1,912 points with 70 this week. I thought I was on track for the voucher, but... Just fell short. We'll get on to the uh, winner of that slightly later on. But I did play my bench boost and I thought it was looking a little bit of a poor decision, just like Matt did after the, the uh, a couple of players didn't play for me. Obviously, I've had a uh, auto sub in there with uh, Stones going off and Dallas going on. But the bench boost works a treat for the player I thought was going to stuff it up for me. I looked at the fixture for Brighton, which was Manchester United away. I thought, you know, it's maybe not the right time, but Danny Welbeck with a goal. Absolutely buzzing with that, that Danny Welbeck's chipped in. It might be the only thing he does for the rest of the season, but absolute legend for getting on the score sheet there for me. So that meant that that chip was a, was a good decision to get those nine points there. As, as long, along with, you know, you've got Sanchez and Suchek who both got me points as well. But moving to my starting 11, Harry Kane, once again, we've mentioned Mason Mount, we've mentioned Bruno Fernandes, we've mentioned. Had the vice on uh, Ruben Diaz, slightly interesting, but 
obviously he got points as well. So, uh, yeah, not too bad at the moment, um, Elliot. So what are we saying, obviously, from a non-biased point of view? How would you see this? Yeah, Man City assets will get you clean sheets, mate. You know, we talked about Mason Mount a couple of weeks ago. The gurus had him in his scout 11s a lot because I think he's just a player that will, will pop up with goals, you know, not not every week consistently, but he'll, he'll score goals for his team. And, you know, he's was enjoying life under Tuchel. Most Chelsea players were until this week, I think, where it's all gone a little bit pear-shaped for them. But they've got a massive game in the Champions League this week, so we'll just have to see what they do about that this week and if he, what players he rests and who he plays and who he doesn't. So that'll be interesting. And uh, the Spurs triple up didn't really work for you, did it, mate? Bale, Son and Kane. Kane obviously worked, but Son and Bale didn't really get the run out that a lot of FPL managers hoped, I think. Well, it's going to be a triple up no longer um, in the moment, mate. I'm going to show you what transfers I'm going to make. I'm not going to make them just yet because obviously it's a little bit early still, but the Transfers I'm planning to make is to take one of them out, and that's Gareth Bale um, is one I'm taking out. So that's one free transfer. I've got two to use, so I'll use them both. And one of the cult heroes of this season, Thomas Suchek, potato salad himself, is heading out of my team. It's quite it's quite saddening to see that, but I think it's time to move him on. I think he may have even gone down in price during the week. Uh, and bringing in, I've got one of Thomas Suchek's teammates, I alluded to it before, in Jesse Lingard, if I can find him. Obviously, he's been brilliant, as we've said, since moving on loan from Manchester United. So he's going to go in to the team, Jesse Lingard. There he is, 6.3. And I might have the finances for that. Um, but even if I didn't, I'm going from a downgrade from Gareth Bale. Don't want to get rid of uh, Kufal. And the man I'm bringing in there is another... Well, I'm bringing in a Champions League player. Not another one, because obviously Bale isn't at the moment. He's done a lot in Champions League, but he's not in there at the moment. And I'm bringing Diogo Jota into my team, the former Wolves man. He's been electric when he's played, obviously had a long injury layoff, but uh, when he's played, he has been absolutely brilliant. So they're the two transfers I'm looking to make at the moment. Elliot, thoughts? Yeah, I love the Yotta shout. It was, um, you know, we haven't got onto my team yet, but I was tossing up between getting Yotta in this week and Edward Mendy. And uh, not not to spoil anything, but I definitely made the, the wrong of the two choices. So I'm sure? deeply, deeply regretting that one. But um, yeah, not a massive fan of, uh, Edward Mendy at the minute but Yotta is definitely one on my radar mate and I've had Lingard for a couple of weeks now and just FPL points galore mate so I'm staying there with the West Ham triple up but just changing it up ever so slightly I know we've uh, alluded to your team before we will move on to that team now Elliot and again not a too bad a week for you obviously you're cementing your place in that top 10 69 points 1,917 points all season and just inside that top 100,000 Overall, if we look at your team, obviously you've kept Mohamed Salah, obviously his ownership, not as high as it has been previously, but still in just under 30% of teams. So he's contributed for you. We've mentioned Rafinha and Lingard. So it's all the usual suspects that's doing stuff for you, but we've got to talk about the transfer, haven't we? Really, really unfortunate, this one. Edouard Mendy in between the sticks. What were you thinking? I mean, I think that the whole hype of... Um... Last week, even on our podcast and everything, all over Twitter was Chelsea defenders, Chelsea defenders, West Brom yeah. at home. You expect a clean sheet from a side that's been so defensively sound under a new manager since he's come in. I don't think they conceded at Stamford Bridge yet. And then they concede five to West Brom. I th- I thought they were having me on. I, I just, what? how does that happen? They went 1-0 up. I'm like, okay, they're going to cruise through this. It's going to be easy for them. 
Thiago Silva is one of my least favourite players at the minute, mate. He's messed up what should have been a brilliant week for me. And uh, yeah, it just, feel, just feels like a transfer wasted. Just feels like I've wasted a transfer now. So um, I'm hoping he's going to have future benefit for me. Palace, Brighton and Fulham within the next four, which I'm hoping, he'll, well, I'm expecting that he'll keep clean sheets again so they can bounce back. But just shocking, shocking transfer, mate. Definitely my worst of the season. I mean, I, I, uh, as you say, I don't think anyone thought that West Brom were just going to rock up at Stamford Bridge and score five. So you're a little bit unfortunate there, but I, I bet you're just watching those goals going, just thinking, what am I doing? What am I doing? But I suppose we focus on the positives of your team, which there are a lot of, to be fair. Obviously, we've mentioned the fact that um, so you've got Bruno and Rafinha and Lingard and Harry Kane scoring twice against, obviously, your team, Newcastle. So a um, little bit bittersweet seeing those goals go in. I honestly, hand on heart, wasn't thinking about FPL when he scored those goals. I was thinking about thirty, like four be. minutes, four minutes ago when that was the best thirty seconds of my life with Joel Linton scoring the goal of the season, mate. Um, what a screamer that was! No, I wasn't thinking about FPL in the moment. Wasn't thinking about it until the full time whistle went. Should have triple captained him in hindsight because it's out of my control how much my team want to give him goals. But yeah, look, it's it's. What, what can I do? I've got to make the best choice for my FPL team. And it was the best choice for my FPL team this week. So, uh, yeah, not happy that he's done it, but it, it happened. So that's that's the important thing. And obviously, slightly frustratingly for you on your bench. He's been on a lot of benches this season. Got himself an assist, did Keenan Davis. 23 minutes he, uh, he played, 4.2. Do you reckon he's a player that might be able to uh, to bring something maybe as, in an, as a third forward, maybe even if you've got him on your bench? Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of people will have their bench boost going into the last couple of games of the season. And, you know, Villa are not going to go down. They're not going to do anything European next season, I don't think. So, you know, it might be Dean Smith's time to be like, right, we'll, we'll try something out here and just start playing him a little bit more because he was decent when he came on as well. And it was a good assist. So we'll have to see, mate. We definitely will have to see, but potentially an interesting one if you're looking for some cash and a player who may make an impact off the bench. If we do go to our manager of the week, then we'll find that in a moment. So the manager of the week was Nasser Junior, Mustafa Nasser, 77 points. So I just missed out. I was a fair way off it, actually, in truth. I thought I was going to be a bit closer, but I wasn't quite there. If we're being honest, here we go. He's 11th in the league, so he's knocking on the door of that top 10. He's had a really good week, Elliot. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, as you said, you thought you were on for the, the the voucher, mate. You were very confident after the first couple of games. You can see there, three of the stars of the week, Jack Harrison, Jesse Lingard, Harry Kane, doing most of the heavy lifting for him. Diaz with the clean sheet always helps. A lot of people would have had him and Stones, and Stones obviously got his rest, but... Kufau with the assist as well. That's what that's what he got his points for, wasn't it? The assist to Jesse Lingard's halfway line run. Just ridiculous, ridiculous. But an assist and assist at the end of the day, to be fair to him. He did assist the goal, so it, it's points for him. And uh, yeah, it looks like a really, really good week all round, mate. But, you know, it was, it was a very similar story for a lot of teams this week. A lot of individual players doing the heavy lifting as as opposed to like a, an all-round decent score. I think a lot of the players scored big this week. They definitely did. And Mustafa was able to reap the rewards of that. So 77 points he got and a $10 eSports Live voucher where you can play for cash pool and prizes, Rocket League, Pez, 
NBA and FIFA. If you think you can join him and win some money, get on those competitions. So now we will be bringing in the guru himself. He's out and about. He's loving life. It's Matt Day from FPL Addicts. How are you, mate? Hey, Ollie. Yeah, look, not the best FPL week and then obviously a poor result for Spurs. So I'm glad Elliot's been humble about the uh, about the result. It makes a change, doesn't it? I thought he'd be all up and about and bloody rubbing it in your face the amount he does usually when Newcastle get a result. But uh, looks like you got off scot-free, which is nice. Yeah, I did. I think uh, he knows Newcastle are in big trouble, so I think keep him mouth uh, shut until the last last day of the season. Until the last day of the season, but look, fair play to Newcastle. They played well, and uh, you know our kryptonite Joel Linton scored again. I can't believe that you can refer to Joel Linton as kryptonite. I can't believe there's a team out there where Joel Linton is kryptonite. Oh, I saw the stats and his, his shot conversion rate for every other team other than Spurs in the league is like 2.3%. And then for Spurs, it's like 60%. Yeah, that's Spurs in a nutshell, that is. You're not wrong, mate. You're not wrong. It definitely is, but we've got an out and about guru section coming for you at the moment. So if we go start with, obviously, differentials at the moment, who do you think are the uh, the best ones to look at? Yeah, look, I've gone for three players this week. Um that I think could be quite good for the game week. There's a couple, there's definitely one in there you're not going to like, Ollie, but we won't start with him. The one we'll start with, I'm going to go with Sterling from Man City and a bit of a strange shout for some, but he didn't play in the Champions League last night. I think he's going to be in the team against Leeds. You know, you'll be looking at maybe a City asset as a captain this week. So definitely think Raheem Sterling's worth a, uh, worth a shout as one of the three. So uh, there's one. So if you've got the other two, who who's the one that you, you think I'm not a fan of? I'm guessing it's a Burnley player. I'm guessing yeah. it's going to have to be a Burnley player. Um, Chris Wood. He's had three three See, points six in a row now. So he got ten against Southampton. I think he got nine maybe the week before. Um, and I know he hit the week before as well. And you know Elliot's uh, Elliot's Newcastle. They, they do concede goals. Obviously they did get a good result against us, but they still let a couple in. I think Burnley. Might scrape a result in that one. And, uh, yeah, Chris, Chris Wood's not a bad shout. Huge differential as well. And, you know, he does take the penalties for Burnley. So, I think he's uh, he's not a bad shout. I think you've just had to pause there just to get a bit of breath back into you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the advice is going to be too quick. You have to just settle yourself down a minute. But uh, there's definitely a couple there that you can have a look at. At the moment, what about captains then? Obviously, if we look at the more well-known assets or the well or more owned assets, rather, who do you reckon the captain picks off this week? Yeah, look, before I go to captain, there was one last differential and it was, uh, I'm, uh, to be honest, I kind of wish I wasn't going to mention it, but I've gone gone with Lacazette. Fair enough. He's I a good striker, Arsenal, Lacazette, when he gets on form. Yeah, Arsenal away, Sheffield United, I think... Um, you know, the, the form they've been in this season, Sheffield United and Lacazette does pop up with the odd, you know, decent score. So I think he's quite a good shout. Um, if we move on to captains, uh, I think the, for me, Mr. Reliable, Harry Kane's still a captain. I know we got Man United at home, but, you know, it's hard to look past him at the moment. He's fixture proof, uh, score against anyone. And I think he's just on that form at the moment where he's just bagging every week. So, you know, Harry Kane's a huge shout. Um, you know, maybe a Man City option if you, if if De Bruyne's going to get the start against Leeds, I know they've got that big Champions League second leg. You know, De Bruyne's definitely worth a, worth a go. And then you've got a couple of Liverpool boys in there as well. 
you know, Diogo Yota and, uh, you know, potentially Mo Salah as well, if you can trust him. But it'll be interesting to see what Liverpool do with that front three because they did drop Firmino last night. Um, you know, it's all dependent on what they, you know, what they're going to put first, whether they think they can come out with a win in the, the second leg. And if maybe they rotate a bit against Villa, I'm not too sure because it is quite tight in that top four. So, you know, I'd, I'd think they're probably the best bet and you know, probably have to say maybe Lacazette as well against Sheffield United. They're probably uh, probably the best captain picks for me this week. Yeah, do you reckon we can read in read anything into Liverpool's game this morning or do you reckon it's uh, just obsolete? Yeah, look, I'm not too sure. Um, just don't know. You don't know what you're going to get from them this season, Liverpool. Um, I think with Firmino being on the bench, you'll definitely see him start. So maybe one of Mane, Salah or, or Jota will drop out. Don't know which one. Or, you know, will Klopp play all... You know, all four of them, it's, it's, it's a tough one. Um, yeah, really, really tough one. And Villa at home, though, it's not an easy game, is it, at the moment? So, um, yeah, hard to uh, hard to read. Yeah, it definitely is. If, I know you said in the uh, in the group chat that we've got that we just wanted to analyse your team ever so briefly. So, we'll just bring that up for the moment. You're below me, Matt. So, um, the guru, you know... <laughs> You know, slightly off form for the moment, but 59 points if we bring your team back up. Just a, just a really quick analysis on how you think it went. Yeah, I was disappointed. It was uh, it was interesting to see you bench boosted as well. I think we seem to have played most of our chips at the uh, at the same time. And let the the thinking behind that was I had a really, what I thought was a strong squad this week and probably didn't quite judge the uh, the international minutes very well. And I've been, I've been done there by... Uh, you know, the likes of John Stones, Gundogan, who I've obviously loved all season. Um, you know, even Che Adams, who I bring in as a transfer. You know, he's been on goal-scoring form. And I think, you know, I didn't realise that apparently, you know, he's classed as a, Scottish you know, a, Scot- now. a Scotland player now. So, uh, you know, I didn't look into that one enough. And, um, you know, that was a bit of a shame because uh, he'd, he'd been scoring and he ends up getting a point. So, yeah, I was, I was pretty disappointed. I think there's too many players that didn't play and... I do always say that the bench boost, it's a tough one to get right. Um, you know, you just got to kind of play it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I've never been one that wants to lose too many points trying to get a strong bench anyway. So I thought it would have been a good week. I was let down by Leeds as well. I thought they were going to, you know, get a better score. Um, so yeah, a little bit disappointed with 59. I would have liked to sort of hit similar sort of scores to you two um, in, in the 60s. Um, but look, I think that's above the average, isn't it, this week? So again, look, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take that. And just to end off then quickly, I know we talked about captain slightly before. One captain, quick fire. Quick fire. No thought, no preparation. Who have you got? This is where you make your money, Matt. This is what this is this is it. It is. This is a big one, isn't it? Um we're gonna go for a quick curveball. I will go with Oh This is this is tough. I've got to think of the fixtures. But I'm gonna pick the city up. It's not a very quick curveball, this. It's not very quick, it's not very quick, is it? Um Oh, you've really put me on the spot here. Uh, oh, if, if, I don't want to name differentials I've named, because I would have said Chris Wood. Um, okay. You know what? We'll, we'll go with Chris Wood just for you, Ollie. Oh, we'll see why. I wish I hadn't asked you now. What was the point of me asking you? Um, but a bit of a different guru section this week. We hope you've enjoyed it. Got a bit of advice from it. Matt, cheers, mate. Thanks, boys. So that is another guru section done. Slightly on the movie.
He was, he's still going, is Matt. Look at him go. He's absolutely motoring down there. Tottenham needs to sign him up. He's got a bit of pace on the wing. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Look at that. He absolutely motored then. He needed to stop for a rest, though. I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> Mate, what an absolute legend. Matt Day, the absolute guru. Himself, guru on tour. Guru on tour. Hey, um, brilliant stuff, though, to see, as usual. But the final section we've got for today is the draft. And once again, not really a massive fan of draft, but apparently oh. Rolando got a win. Apparently Rolando won. I lost. Don't tell me I lost to Rolando. Lost to me. Oh, no, of course I played. I did play you. <laughs> that was a chance for you to go top of the league as well. Mate, I, I, if I win this week and results go my way, I could be top of the league. Do you know how insane that is? Let's bring up the standings. It is a bit. Look at that. Look at that. The five-horse race, the bottom three have been, you know, pretty much so So we'll, we'll take them off the screen. Top five. Look at that. Delhi Tubby's number one. Just about clear of Jack, who's a couple of, you know, just over 100 points clear of me. You know, he's up there on goal difference. Then we've got David in fourth, the fairy tale story, absolute rags to riches kind of stuff that. And then Elliot, you're in fifth, absolutely, absolute late charge. It's a bit like Sunderland at the end of their seasons. They always go on a bit of a winning run, don't they? Um, so we'll have to see if uh, you can go on a bit of a run and uh, and win the title this time. The guru's back. He wants to do, he wants to get on, get in on the draft discussion. I've got I've got to quickly get up, get on and just say, Elliot, you've come from absolutely nowhere. You know, do you think you might win the league this season? Look, I said it earlier in the season when a lot of people, well, a lot of getting a lot of slack on the draft. I said, I said, I'll, I, I will. I will be decent. Give me time. And I think I've sorted my team out now. I've discovered that the trick is just get as many Man City assets as you possibly can. And then you'll get good points because they'll always get your points. So when Liverpool do well as well, I've got a couple of Liverpool assets, Jota and Trent. They both have brilliant weeks. Um, I'm not, not writing myself out of it, but I don't want to get too confident because it'll all come crashing down. But I've got, I've got uh, Papa Peely this week. So it's a really, really good opportunity to get three points. Yeah, there's three points in the bag, I think, there. Oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> we'll have to see. Could be, a, could be a couple of shock results this week. Um, but we'll move on to the fixtures then, I suppose. Bring that up now. So obviously, as you've said, Elliot, you've got a, you've got the Mac lad, so it should be three points there. Jack should also probably get the win against James. I've got Dave, so that's a real... Um, six-pointer of sorts. It's sort of a, a mid-table six-pointer, but if there's a win there, a win for either of us, and we're right back in there uh, to go up for a title charge. So uh, second half of the season, we're doing a title charge here, the winner of that game. And then Matt, really... I know Rolando's got a win last week, but you've really got to take business if you... Uh, who, who did he beat? Title. Who did Rolando beat last week? I think it was Dave. Oh, no. It was Statman himself. Oh, yeah, it was. The podcast oh, curse. He came on the pod for the first time in a long while, and he's and he's lost. Unbelievable. That is shocking. That is shocking. Jack in our little chat that we've got says uh, Jill is dominating. I mean, I suppose he's getting the wins on the board, but it's going to be a it's going to be a tough race. It's going to be a good one to see who can get the title here. We might have to get a little trophy. Maybe we can get a little Papa John's pizza trophy sorted out for the winner. Yeah. <laughs> we're, on the, uh, we're on the same wavelength, mate. Pressure's on the guru, Jack says. Oh, no the, I mean, chance. No I mean, chance. I agree with you there, Matt, because we call, we call Jack the classic, uh, the draft guru. So the pressure's actually on him and he's not quite delivering at the moment, being second in the league, not doing too badly, but I suppose it'll be a good race to see who wins 
the league from here. If we move on to fixtures then, I've got Statman Dave, as we've said. We've run over fixtures, but uh, we'll go through results for each of the four. So, uh, lads, who do we reckon? Jack or James, first game of the weekend? Jack. Well, James is on good form, to be fair. I think he's won quite a few in a row now. I was going to say, he's actually got more, he's accumulated more points than you in draft, Ollie. I don't think you've realised that he's, wow. like, if it was a classic league, he would be ahead of you. So I think you've just had favourable, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. <laughs> Ollie's we'll going to do uh, Jose Mourinho and win, and win the league with the fewest probably goals scored and yeah. the tightest defence side for six. <laughs> It was goal yeah. conceded. It was like 16, wasn't it? He conceded or something crazy like that. Conceded 16 goals throughout the season and won the league. So that, was that 7 8? Am I making that up? I think it was, yeah, might have been right. 7 that was, that was back with uh, Pete Czech, Carvalho, Chelsea. and uh, John Terry. That was the yeah, McLean team. That was. What a team. Uh, so we're going Jack there, I think. I think Jack will win. Uh, Elliot, I think you'll obviously take the points over against my old man who really hasn't checked it in about probably. Can we see his three team? Years. Three see years. His team? We can do. I don't There's know if he's still he got... He has Batshuayi, doesn't he? Does he have Batshuayi? And he scored this week, so I'm a little bit nervous. Oh, he, he does. Oh, is he injured? He's there you held go. on to Son all season. It's so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also got Alexander Mitrovic. So, oh, there you okay. go. Pope. Uh, Pope, well, that's a guaranteed clean sheet, isn't it? So, lovely. Hey. Oh, I swear to God. I should, I should, I should have got that Newcastle top out because I said, I said I will wear that. When we play you lot, uh, when we play Burnley, sorry, uh, when we play, when you play Burnley, third time lucky. There we go. Because um, obviously, being a Rovers fan, you you support Rovers, and then whoever's playing against Burnley. So there you go. So hopefully Newcastle can get the points, and Nick Pope doesn't get a clean sheet. Um, but um, enough of the real football talk, because we're here for for the fantasy stuff at the moment. Rolando against Matt. Obviously, Matt, you're here. Please just get the three points, just to save face, if nothing else. <laughs> He's got all those Man City players, hasn't he? So it does scare me. It does scare me. But Pep roulette's in full force. So you never know what you're going to get. I suppose not. And then to end off the week, we've got myself against uh, Statman himself, who's come off a pretty bad loss. But I've come off Good a game. arguably even worse one against Elliot. So we'll have to see how we, <laughs> we can <What>? get on. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Come on, Statman um, Dave. Come on, Statman Dave. <laughs> oh, the winner of this puts himself right back in contention, but it'll be a good game to see. I'd like to back myself in and say that I can win there, but we never know. Deadline is at the 3.30am uh, Melbourne time, 10th of April. Make sure you don't miss that deadline because it could be detrimental to the rest of your season. Once again, Elliot and Matt, thanks for coming on and Jack for doing a stellar job behind the camera producing and we are done for another week of the FPL Addicts and Esports Live Fantasy Weekly Videocast and Podcast. Take care, stay safe and hope your FPL dreams come true this weekend. Bye for now.